Before we get into what went wrong, let's talk about Rishim Bayochai. So let's put one more piece on the table and then we'll try to connect the dots. Who is Rishim Bayochai? So, as the Gemara teaches us, Rikiva had these students. Rikiva had the opportunity to lead the redemption. He thought our Kochba was the Mashiach. He thought the students were the spiritual power. It all failed. Being Rabbi Akiva, being the ultimate man of resilience, as opposed to giving up, which he could have, he goes south and he raises five more students. These five students actually become the torches of the Torah that we have to this day. One of those students was Rishim Bayochai. He was the one who was the channel of Kabbalah. All of the Kabbalah, all of the inner, it's called Pneumius, which is everywhere now. Not just everywhere in Kabbalah books, in every aspect of our Judaism, was channeled through this one man, Rabbi Shimba Yochai. Rabbi Yochai, the Gemara tells us, was one day talking to two hundred individuals, and he made a comment about the Romans that they weren't, they're not so great. The Romans found out, big rabbi was criticizing them, and the Romans determined that he was worthy of death. He went to hide with his son, and they spent 12 years basically delving into the inner secrets of Torah in a cave in the north. They survived by Caribs and a river. Twelve years they studied Torah, and after twelve years, Eliyahu Hanavi came in and said the Caesar died, which means all the decrees that he decreed are now annulled. You can come out. They come out. Rabbi Shimba Yochai sees people plowing and planting and says, these people are giving up the chance to connect to the creator of the universe and getting involved in mundanity. He sees it, and whatever he sees, the Gemara says, his eyes burnt. God says, I ain't bring you out here to ruin my life, to ruin my world. Get back in the cave. He goes back into the cave for another year. He comes back again, and he looks out. And as he looks out, again, a year ago, his eyes burnt it up. He sees a man on Friday afternoon holding two um, adasim. Adasim, I guess, is like the, the, the equivalent of like bringing home flowers for Shabbos. Two Hadassim. And he goes, what is this? And he says, it's an honor of Shabbos. He goes, why two? He goes, one's for Zahor and one's for Shamar. The two times is mentioned the Torah. And Rabbi Shem Bayochai says, wow, look at this Jew. And look at how valuable these mitzvahs are to him. He leads a life and he creates an entire following. And at the end of his life, on the 33rd day of the Omer, he gathers everybody together. And as the Zohar teaches us, he brings everybody into the room and he delivers all the secrets that become the Zohar. Around this house in which the students sat, a fire sort of surrounded the house, not letting anyone, anyone in there out, which is why we have a custom to do bonfires to remember this. And that fire continued as long as he was alive. And after he delivered the messages and shared all of the secrets to what became the Zohar, he died. That's the story of Rishon Bayochai. So I ask you, what in the world does that have to do with the 24,000 students and the end of the Jewish attempt to take back the temple? And the answer is everything. Because of Rishim Bayochai's realization and Rishim Bayochai's life symbolizes the fix to what went wrong during the times of the students. As the Gemara teaches us, what went wrong with the students? Well, the students were not were not nohagu, they did not treat each other with respect. What does that mean? So Lubavitcher Rebbe says, 
the, the problem the students had was the students didn't have the ability. They felt hypocritical, giving respect to somebody else that didn't have their views. Kamocha was the principal of Rabbi Akiva. He was their Rebbe. Kamocha, love your neighbor like yourself, was the model. It was the motto. It was the motto of this new movement. Can you imagine a movement where the leader stands for love people like yourself? To his, to his left is physical strength, to his right is spiritual strength, and off we go to the redemption. His own students interpreted it, according to what I understand in Lubavitcher Rebbe, they interpreted it as, if you're not like me, I got a problem. I got to make you like me. I love you, so I want, I want you to be like me. That's what love is. I have to fix your thinking. I got to have you be like me, like yourself. And by allowing one to see somebody else in context of yourself, in fact, you don't give respect to people that are different than you. You can't discern between helping somebody, teaching somebody, inspiring somebody, wanting somebody to have something, a way of thinking, a way of life, and disrespecting them. That critical distinction of seeing somebody else's life that you may disagree with and seeing the difference between teaching, learning, sharing, and disrespecting was the small nuance that was felt into the hearts, into the minds of the students. And it's that nuance that caused the destruction of them. And it's that nuance that caused the destruction of the Jewish people's efforts into bringing back the Torah, into bringing back Ula that they had so closely. Rishon Bayochai comes with a totally different view. Rishon Bayochai comes and says, wait a second, the lessons Hashem teaches him. When Rishon Bayochai comes out of that cave, Rishon Bayochai comes and sees, wait, you're not like me. I spend my whole day, my whole life, sitting and studying Torah. My whole life is connected to the source of creation. Why would I plant? Why would I sow and reap? What are you joking me? Are you kidding? Why would anybody do this? And when he comes back after the year, he looks over to that Jew who sows and plants and reaps and says, look at this Jew. Look at how much he values his mitzvahs. He doesn't say, I want to be him. He doesn't say, I'm never going to teach him and grow him. He says, I'm going to respect him. But it's more than that. Rishim gave us something so simple and so big that is actually life-changing, which is why I believe we have this holiday called Lag Balmer. What is it? We'll talk about it next time.